0: Good afternoon Packers fans, Aaron Negler here with your Packers daily chat coming to you live across the street from Lambeau Field on the Cheesehead TV, social avenues, networks, what have you. Hope you're all doing well. Thank you for your patience going an hour late today because I am here in Green Bay and was uh, inside Lambeau talking to all the coordinators, Rich Pisaccia, Joe Barry, and Adam Stenovich were made available to the media. And... uh, got some nice uh, nuggets out of the guys this afternoon, including, you know, what they're going to do about this safety group. I know Matt LaFleur was asked about it earlier today, and then Joe Barry was asked as far as, you know, they're getting healthy there, but somebody like Jonathan Owens is playing pretty darn well, and it's a bit of a conundrum, and of course, they're not going to tell us what the plan is, but sure feels like, you know, they obviously will have, I would think, some kind of rotation. Don't doubt that either Ford or Savage will be in there quite regularly, but I don't think they're going to completely sideline Owens and Anthony Johnson Jr. Uh, Those guys have played pretty damn good ball in their stead. It is going to be fascinating to see how those snaps break up. And Owens in particular is really kind of interesting only because I look at the game he had against the chargers. Yeah, certainly not a A plus game, not something I think you're going to write home about uh, to coin a phrase, but Also, you look at, what, four days later, probably had his best performance in a Green Bay Packers uniform in Detroit. So how to square that with the idea that, yeah, you could be getting Darnell Savage back and maybe Rudy Ford, but how do you divvy up those snaps and how much maybe three safety do you put into the game plan because you want to get one of those guys on the field? It's an interesting spot that uh, Joe Barry and company find themselves, especially given that they are seemingly getting healthy on the back end on defense with uh, those guys practicing along with Jair Alexander was out for the second day in a row uh, out practicing, which obviously is a good thing. Um, So hopefully they're going to be healing up. They're heading in the right direction health wise with, uh, you know, a very, very good quarterback in Patrick Mahomes coming to town. Hello to everybody in the comment section. Good to see everybody. Uh, Thank you again for your patience. And since I am in Northeast Wisconsin, I want to give a shout out to our good friends, over at Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin, please do me a monster favor. Go to the description of this video on YouTube, and you'll find a link to donate. Everyone here at Cheesehead TV is thrilled to once again be partnering with Feeding America, Northeast Wisconsin, and our good friend Charlie Barrons in their mission to provide high-quality, healthy food to underserved populations throughout Eastern Wisconsin. 2023 has been a challenging year. The cost of food continues to rise, and more and more local Wisconsin families are just scraping by. That's why Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin needs your help to set the table this holiday season. Every buck donated provides four healthy meals to families in Wisconsin. Join us all this week in saying nope to hunger. We cannot thank you enough. Uh, I'm getting daily updates from the folks at Feeding America Northeast Wisconsin. And you guys have been incredibly generous already. Anything you can do. One dollar goes a long, long way, as you can see. So thank you for what you've done. Hopefully you can continue to do it all week long. Really, really appreciate the support. What's up, everybody? Good to see everyone getting down in the comment section. I find the students enjoy it when I get down verbally, don't you? Anybody? Anybody know that quote? King Favre, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Is Joe Barry's defense better suited for teams with good offenses? This is the second time someone's asked me this this week. Ideally, next year's offense can get up 10-0, 17-7, et cetera, and Joe can play soft shell to force the offense to milk the clock. Thoughts? I mean, that's been Green Bay's M.O. for decades. Corey brought this up on transplants last week. Um, it's not that they, you know, they're sitting there in their meeting rooms going, well, you know what? We're going to be designed to only be good when we have a lead. But uh, they're certainly leaning on athletes. They're certainly leaning on guys that – are able to get after the quarterback, pin their ears back, as you saw against Detroit, so that you can win with four up front and play all sorts of different coverages on the back end. But I don't know if it's so much that the Green Bay defense is better suited for that. I just think defenses are better suited for that. And that's any defense. You give them a lead, the play style is going to change a little bit, you know, and what the offense, the opposing offense, is attempting to do against them, that's going to change a little bit. And it's not like this instant thing either like I keep seeing people mention how oh the Packers got on the front foot well yeah they did but then the Lions went right down and scored now they missed the extra point so it's 7-6 but you get my point like it's not like the Packers built an instant huge lead yes they went up and scored a bunch of points in the first quarter and that certainly helps but they still got to do the dirty work of trying to build that lead when things are close I just think yes the, the, the athletes certainly seem to come to the fore when the Packers can operate with a lead We can't count on it, you know. Games in the NFL, certainly, more often than not, tend to come down to, you know, one score. uh, either Fourth quarter, close games, we see it week after week. That's why kickers are so important. It would be nice to have a kicker who's a little more consistent. But, yeah, I think, yes, most defenses are probably in a better spot when they're playing with a lead. Uh, but, But, yes, I think Joe Barry's defense, especially with the design of the two high safeties and keeping things in front of them, taking away a team's running game by being up multiple scores late in the game. Yes, it obviously helps. No, no question about it. I love everyone quoting uh, Men Without Hats. I, I, you guys are great. Matthew, what's up? Evening nags. Quick appreciation post for our 50-year-old weirdo from your pals over the pond in the UK. Pat McAfee is so up, far up Roger's arse, he comes out of his mouth. Go, Pat, Go. Thank you, Matthew. I appreciate the sentiment. I don't think there's any need to disparage Pat. Um, I, I certainly just wanted to call out what I saw was a pretty you know, obvious vendetta slash agenda there. But I said it on Transplants. I think he does really good work. Uh, Vincent, need a turnover or two, and this is our game. I mean, ball is life, right? Getting the ball is the life. And you can give Jordan Love and company a few more opportunities – I like our chances, and this is a game where home dog on a Sunday night really like the Packers' chances in this game. I think, yes, the Chiefs are very, very good. There's zero doubt about that. I, I take nothing away from them, but I do feel the way the Packers are trending, the way they've played recently these last couple games, not just on Thanksgiving, they can make a game of this, um, but that plays the other way too, right? All it takes is one fumbled, say, return or, you know, a turnover deep in our own end, much like we saw early in the season against the Raiders or against the Lions, to swing a game in the other direction, right? So you got to continue to stack those successes, as Mike used to say. Um, Complementary football. There you go. That's right. Hawks going to six and six tonight. Sideline report. I wish I had your confidence. And I don't know. I think the Cowboys are going to beat the pants off the Seahawks, but we'll see. Legless. MVS over under two-and-a-half drop passes Sunday night? Oh, I'll bet he balls out against his former team. I'd expect nothing less. Uh, Jim, who is the surprise Packers so far this season? Well, that's a good question. I don't know, man. I think we've seen a lot of inconsistency early, and we've seen guys kind of come to the fore here these last this last month or so. I, I, you know, if I had to choose somebody, I'd probably say Carl Brooks is much further along than I expected him to be, especially for a day three pick. A guy who did definitely flashed this summer, but I certainly didn't expect him to be looking as good as he has these last two or three games. Uh, he's really ascending, and to me, it's been a bit of a surprise. Well, what else we got here? Go pack go from Payson, Arizona. What's up, Terry? Go pack go from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hope you're doing well. Uh, We got Seth with the Super Chats. Thanks, Seth. Sup, weirdo? (laughs) Just became a papa about 14 hours ago. Amazing, Seth. Using Cheesehead TV to pass the time while mama gets some much-earned rest. What's the benefit for teams not using all their cap space in a given year? Ertz. Uh, The Ertz question was surprised it didn't uh, happen sooner. Um, You you can carry it over, and um, a lot of teams plan on the carryover. To address, you know, contracts or things the next season. Um, And as far as Ertz goes, I mean, he's got to go through waivers, so we'll find out tomorrow if anyone claims him. That said, I think he's going to hit the street, and I think he'll go back to Philly. I'll be very, very surprised if the Packers make any kind of overture or move there. John, what's up, man? Thoughts on Acho's comments on 12, all about him. I saw this a couple times in my feed today and I gotta be honest I don't care man Aaron Rodgers is not my issue anymore like whatever he does in the Jets Godspeed like obviously the McAfee thing that's because of Gutekunst and that affects that's the Green Bay Packers right but yeah what Rodgers does with the Jets hey man you guys have a great time knock yourself out (laughs) I'm free I don't have to worry about it Acho I'm sure he's got his opinion dope I don't care. I truly do not care. Uh, What else we got here? Can't wait for the first in-person watch party between you and Corey for the first time in forever. Yes, Dusty, we'll be watching the game, not up here where I am at the moment, but in this house right across the street from Lambeau Field. And what's kind of nuts is we'll be down in the office facing the stadium, so we'll both be able to see the fireworks when they go off. I'm very excited about it. Nags, what do we need to see from Watson still? Good question, Brandy. I I think you saw what you needed to see as far as the aspects of his game you've wanted to see come together, right? You saw that on Thursday. Now you need to see that consistently week after week after week. I mean, I've heard Matt LaFleur talk about this on occasion, and you've heard other coaches mention it throughout the league, and it's so, so true. It's fine to have ability, and it's fine to flash because lots of guys can do that. You don't reach – you know, the upper echelons of this league until you achieve that consistently week after week after week, you know, and it's not easy and not everyone can do it. I don't even know if Christian can do it. I think he can. We've seen him, you know, for a pretty damn extended stretch last season, put together some really good performances. So I, that's what I expect. And that's the next step. You know, it sucks that it took what till week 12 for that kind of performance to show up. But now that should be the standard and that should be expected. (laughs) <laughs> Mark Mark knew what it was from Is this the man Who wrecked the buffet At the horror club this morning Very nice oh, I'm thinking of the immortal words Of Socrates who said I drank what? There you go, real genius, well done uh, I do love it when this just turns into Movie quote time Um What has been the problem with a Packer running game this year? Oh, Jim, it's just the blocking. It's the lack of blocking. It's the lack of push. It's the lack of cohesiveness up front. There's a lot of stuff, but it all comes back down to the offensive line. For whatever reason, and look, I know they don't have a bunch of road graders out there, right? But you should be able to still move the ball on the ground um, with technique and with athleticism, something which, you know, the latter they certainly have, but the former has been there in spurts only. And usually there's one or two people kind of out of sync and it has just killed them again and again and again. So I don't see much changing in that regard. You know, as much as I would, you know, you guys know, if you watch this channel for any length of time, you know, I love the ground game. I'll run the ball, but I don't expect that to change much. I mean, maybe they find a way of getting things going when Aaron Jones gets back out there, but I'm not holding my breath. Can you hear me through that window? Possibly. Although, if you're talking about Coach, they're not there anymore. They're over there now. Um, is Wicks good to go? I haven't heard anything since the injury. Um, I know he... Pra- I think he practiced again. Hold on a second. Let me take a look. I just got... I just put out, actually, the injury report. So, let me just take a look here. We got Wicks limited participant uh, yesterday and today with that knee injury. So... Here's hoping. and that's trending in the right direction. Maybe he's even a full participant tomorrow, and we'll get him back out on the field. God knows they need him. (laughs) Ian, hey, Aaron, hope all is well. Do you think Jordan Love has three passing TDs again, yes or no? Whew, Ian, I'm going to say no. Give me the under. Only because the Chiefs have been a very stingy defense this season. They have limited every single opponent to 21 points or fewer throughout this entire season. I suspect Jordan will get at least one, maybe two, uh, and then hopefully someone can run one in, like from the two-yard line, get a A.J. Dillon special. That's my hope, that's my dream. I'm sticking to it. Are the Packers improving at setting protections on offense? Good question, Adam. That's something we literally just talked with Adam Stenovich about a little bit ago. Um, I think they're not only doing a better job up front With the offensive line as a unit, but also the entire operation from the quarterback to the O-line to the tight ends to the backs. Remember, protection, when you're talking about keeping the quarterback upright, that is a big collective job. It is not just the offensive line. And that's why you'll see a lot of the analytics people talk about how, you know, sacks are a quarterback stat. And for the most part, I very much agree with that sentiment, you know. Yes, there are times when protection breaks down, but if you're a good quarterback, you know where to go with the ball. You know how to escape. There are things you can do, and you don't want to run into pressure or run into sacks, which quarterbacks can do sometimes. So I think, yes, the Packers have done a better job, especially over the course of the last month of not just, again, the O-line, but the entire operation from recognition by both the quarterback and the center to the execution and having all – you know, five, six, seven, eight guys on the same page. You know, it's not easy, especially on the road like they were on Thanksgiving, loud, crazy environment. It is not easy. And it has gotten markedly better from where it was, say, in October. Uh, Sammy, what's up, man? Fiance surprised me with early Christmas gift, and I will be making the holy pilgrimage to Lambeau in January to see the bears get stomped. Well, there you go. Now that. Is a gift, man. You, I'd say, put a ring on it, but you clearly already have. Congratulations, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mike, have you been to Kroll's yet? Uh, it's literally the first thing I did when I got in town. Right over there, got myself a butter burger and some cheese curds. Better believe it. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. nags You look great. Um, thanks, Ryan. That's nice of you to say. I feel exhausted. Uh, Banky got me the 6 a.m. flight, which meant getting up at 4 a.m., which is 3 a.m. here in Wisconsin, which means I am dog-ass tired. So thank you, even if you're lying. Andrew, what's up, man? Love the way Heath stepped up, but what happened to Torrey? He had such a promising ceiling. That's funny you say that. We were talking about that literally in the locker room today. Um, I love Torrey. I think he's a solid dude, solid receiver, but that's where it ends if you can't see the upside in comparison to like a guy like Wicks or even Heath, but especially like Jaden Reed, comparative to Samari Torre, I don't know what to tell you because Torre, fine player, really good. If you have an emergency, you got a break glass, you need a receiver, good guy to put in there. But the ceiling on all those other guys is much higher. Um, if for no other reason for Heath is just his physicality and his blocking ability. But now you've seen him start to come to the fore in the passing game as well. So as much as I, I think Torrey is a good dude, like I said, but man, it ain't show friends, it's show business. And those other guys are just flat out more explosive, more athletic and better. You know, it's just not to put too fine a point on it. And that doesn't mean that Torrey doesn't have value or he can't add value to the team. You know, again, injury strikes, say they have a ton of injuries at wide receiver. The fact that you can turn to Samari Torrey, who's been with you for two years, knows the system, like the back of his hand, you can put him in there. Yeah, that's va- thats valuable, you know. It just doesn't diminish it that the fact that he's not saying he doesn't have any value, but it's just not as you know the upside just isn't there in comparison to all these young guys that they've brought in. Um. Vincent says the funniest thing to happen to me at Lambeau was eating at 1919, and Mark Murphy just walks right by. Oh, he's in there all the time. I think every time I've been to 1919, except for once. So, like, I'd say, like, six or seven times he has been there. So, I mean, it's easy, right? If you're up there in your office and you need a meal for lunch or whatever, you go downstairs, there it is. 1919 is awesome. So, it makes sense. I get it. Um, The world needs ditch diggers, too. Well put, Jim. Another great movie quote. Nags, <laughs> you see Brooks getting snaps on the edge. Not the typical body type, but a 300-pound... Edge rusher containing the edge is magical. Um, I think they like him inside for now. I think you're going to see and have started to see Kenny out on the edge a bit more. But I think they're going to keep Brooks inside for now. Although, who knows, maybe Chris Jones comes to town this weekend and they get inspired. Because that guy, they'll he's huge and they'll line him up anywhere. So, we'll see. Bryson, thanks for the super chat, man. Mahomes fears Joe Barry. Go pack Green Bay versus the whole damn world. Let's go kick their ass on prime time. Bryson, you got all your money's worth with that super chat. Well done, buddy. I don't think Mahomes fears Joe Barry though. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to uh, disagree with you on that one. Snow on Sunday? I don't think so. I know there was a a chance of it earlier this week, but as often happens when you're looking ahead weather wise, things have changed and. I think it's supposed to be clear. But we'll see. Could change again. You know how well it is in Wisconsin. You don't like the weather. Wait a minute. Nags, it is refreshing not to have Super Bowl expectations for the year. Or is it refreshing not to have Super Bowl expectations for the year? That being said, next year Super Bowl bound. Man, I, I got to admit, I don't think next year is Super Bowl bound either. I think 2025 is realistically when Packers fans should expect, okay, we should be in position to make a run, right? Um, there's going to be a lot of growing pain still, and I don't know nobody wants to hear it, but hell, they could come out and get boat raced by the Chiefs on Sunday night and then go lose to the Giants. This is entirely possible, folks. I know you don't want to hear it. We're all riding the wave of this great Thanksgiving game, but it is possible. I don't think that's going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yes, they are certainly, you know, lifted as far as pressure Super Bowl expectations, hell, playoff expectations were in the dumps less than like three weeks ago, you know? So things can change very fast. But as far as, yeah, Super Bowl expectations, clearly, I don't think anybody realistically had them this season. But now, suddenly, they're in a striking spot where they could, if they continue to play well, stack some success, get hot at the right time, play their best ball of the year in December, which under Matt LaFleur, historically, they have done – Yeah, they can make some noise. Maybe make the playoffs and maybe even make some noise once they get there. But one thing at a time. Got to beat the Chiefs. I fear Barry will get a promotion for Andy. That's terrible. They could get boat raced the rest of the year, but hope not. I mean, would anything really surprise you with this team this season? I mean, the one thing I think that would surprise me is if they get hot and, like, go on a deep playoff run. That would surprise me. But, like, anything else? No, not really. It's all kind of possible. You're out of your element, Donnie. Yes, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Vincent, imagine being normal. Boring. I love it. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go, Pack Go. <laughs>